Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. It may seem odd, but really what your child wants more than anything else is your attention and your love. And if they can't get your attention with positive behavior, they may default to misbehavior. I'm John Fuller, and along with me is Danny Huerta. He's a licensed clinical social worker and directs our parenting department here at Focus. And uh, Danny, how important is it for us to affirm our kids when they do the right thing? It feels like that's so rare, but how important is it for us to say, way to go? What's essential? Kids want to be affirmed. They want to do the right thing. They many times naturally want to serve from an early age. And some kids do better than others at that. And sometimes some kids have uh, a little more selfish type behaviors that we get frustrated with as parents. And so we tend to correct them a lot. Uh, What I encourage parents to do is help kids learn that they're competent at certain things and give them words of building so that they begin to notice who God has created them to be and can receive affirmation well. There are some kids from Christian homes that have even a hard time receiving affirmation. They feel that, oh, that's prideful. I can't, yeah. I can't accept that. Yeah. So you want to teach them from an early age to receive affirmation well with, with thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a common word that they're used to rather than not being able to be good at something. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to hear now as Courtney DeFeo shares with Jim Daly and Kim Troby about some fun activities to teach your kids patience and reminds us to affirm those children when they do make progress on this path. Talk about the structure of the book and what a person can expect. What, how do you link the observation and then the idea or the exercise to help your child better understand the attribute? Just Yeah, absolutely. Let's pick patience, for example. Um, In the first part of the chapter, you'll hear about why patience is just an important virtue and why that's something you might consider as a family for something that you instill for your children and why that could be a focus for even just pick one month out of the year that your family might focus on that. And then the second half of the chapter just gets really practical, how you could teach that in your home that month. So we provide a definition, a kid-friendly definition, which would be waiting with a happy heart. And then there's a verse to go with that. So your kids can memorize that or you can keep referencing a verse to go with that. And again, you concentrate on that for an entire yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. So you're not rushed because I think even as parents, and I go back to when they were little, we want to teach them to don't throw food off the high chair and <laughs> say please and thank you. And don't forget to put your laundry in the thing. We teach them 50 things at once when they need to learn one or two things at a time. So if we can really focus and not overwhelm ourselves as parents um, and just focus on one thing. The hard month. part about that, and I get that, is mm-hmm. do you just let those other things go then until another time comes around? No, I think we just don't make them all a major deal. It's like pick your battles, you know? If we're harping, everything's major, and they're feeling just beat down. You know, think about us. If our parents were constantly emailing us saying, hey, I heard you on Focus on the Family today, and you talk too fast, and you missed that beat, and I wish you wouldn't have said that, you know, I would be like, Dad, did I do anything right? Did I say something encouraging? You know, so I think as parents, we just have to think about even us and our insecurities. Like, is there something we're doing well? Is there something we could just say, hey, these are going to fall in the encouragement category. We're going to keep affirming them on these sides. And then we're going to, these are the two or three main deals. You know, Courtney, it strikes me what you're talking about is the utter attitude of the Lord toward us. I mean, the difference between the Pharisee saying all those things, Mm -hmm. you know, the legalistic religious people saying, hey, you're not doing that right. You're not doing this right. And the Lord's saying, just come and love me. 
Because I love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think about our homes, and you think about your own homes. Was it a house of fear, or was it a house of joy and love? And it wasn't perfect. My house wasn't perfect, but I remember what my mom did and how she lived out Christ for me and not all the lectures. I remember her being generous. I remember how she invited people into our home. I remember how she handled my mistakes, and same with my dad. And so as I think about even the home that we all run back to my parents' house now for vacations because we just feel like we belong there. And so as I think about my girls, I know they might be, they might do their own thing in college too, like I did. Embarrass me. Like I embarrassed my parents, but um, it's okay. You know, it's, they're going to make mistakes. And so I don't want them striving to be good Christian kids that make that author mom proud and do everything just perfect. <laughs> you know, I want them at the end of the day having a real relationship with God and mm-hmm. I want them having joy and I want them um, just feeling like they belong in our walls and they can walk in no matter what they're dealing with. Mm, and it's really well said. It, let's finish the patient side of this, though. Sure. You brought it up. Let's talk about it. Every mom and dad wants their son or daughter to be patient. And usually we lose our patience <laughs> in teaching them how to be patient. Yeah. Talk about that activity level that you get to in the book. And, and what would be some examples well, of how to, I, um, how to do patience? I come to you as an expert because yeah. I am one of the most impatient <laughs> people on the planet. I love it. Yes, thank you. Um, so one of the things that we do is a simple one, but uh, we time our littlest one with our iPhones and just say, how long literally can you sit here and not talk? So just the old timer is like, and how well does you? that work? Uh, she started with like 12 seconds and she's worked <laughs> up to like two minutes. We're like, Do That's I, pretty you good. really have to do that yeah. sometimes yeah. because they can just literally talk all day long. <laughs> well, we had know? it last yeah. night. Trent, yeah. for some reason, wanted to bug Troy. So during a game, Troy was watching on television. Trent just started yapping and he wouldn't stop. It was getting so <laughs> irritating. I was saying, Trent, stop it. And he goes, well, I'm just having fun with them. And Troy's going, Dad, get him out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just this like, what, totally. are we, what are we teaching each other here? Absolutely. How to get frustrated. One of the wonderful fruits of the Spirit, frustrating your brother. Yes, absolutely. Well, for patients, the activity is, again, more geared to little ones. But the application of so many of these is we are raising eventually adults. You know, I want my kids to not only be patient for a cookie, but eventually they're going to wait on a spouse. And they're going to wait on a job. And they're going to wait on their house to sell. Like, I'm so impatient about my house. So eventually they're going to say, okay, Lord, I trust that you have something better coming and I'm willing to wait. And so these are just profound virtues that we're practicing as little ones. And that, so the idea and activity is that you give them something in a brown bag that they can't see, but you're going to say, if you'll trust me, this is better for later. But right now you could eat this candy. So which one are you going to choose? A, the candy, or are you going to wait for tomorrow and get the better reward? And they, my kids both chose the bag. You know, they, they were pretty smart and said, okay, we'll do the bag. No, you next wouldn't day, trick them on purpose, would you? No, no, no. So the next, yeah, what yeah, was in would. the bag? That, that would have been bag. my question, what's okay, in the bag? Because you I know. don't cook, bake, or anything. It was, you know, box brownies. Some people oh. would do something else, you know, but we did some box brownies the next day, and they were so fired up because I don't ever get in the kitchen. So they're like, we're making brownies? So they were so excited to get in the kitchen with me, and they made <laughs> brownies. Stir some and, water yeah, in stir, there. Yeah, stir it and crack an egg. That was, like, shocking for my family. So it's just the idea that, again, we don't tell them what we're doing. We're about to have a family lesson on patience. Like, hey, come here, girls. I have a little trick for you, a little game. And they they loved it, and they get it. And so it's over time. We keep practicing and talking about these virtues in a way that's not a lecture. It's more like laughter and more an experience. Mm, That is so good. Well, as Courtney mentioned, your children will make mistakes. It's just inevitable. And as they get older and gain more freedom, those mistakes feel a little more serious. Danny, what's your advice for responding 
firmly um, but lovingly when, let's say, a high schooler makes a decision that turns out to be a poor one. So they will, right? I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, thank they you. will. It's not yeah. if. It's, it's not. Uh, they will. It's so really yeah. when uh, you you want to first help them understand with clarity what the expectations are. You know, if your kids are unsure what's expected of them, or what the rules are in your house, that's kind of on you to not communicate those clearly with your kids. I'm and, sorry, we're not doing parent guilt on this podcast, <laughs> so don't. No, seriously, say that again because yeah. that was really a, a, an aha moment for me. Yeah, what what we really need to do as parents is be clear with what we're expecting and then the why. That's on us if if they're not clear with what's expected. And especially if there's disagreement between husband and wife, you, you have to really line up as parents. Otherwise, kids will exploit that. Is, is and, it always going to happen? I mean, is there room for a husband and wife to disagree and just say, well, because your mom wants you to or... I mean, it feels like I'm pinning the blame on her if I say that, right? Well, there may be more conflict between your kids and one parent, the parent that has more firmness with the rules, right? And then also between the the couple, the husband and wife. That'll create some some conflict and tension. But really, as a parent coming in with, here's the rule that that you violated, and help me understand why you made that choice. Mm Mm-hmm. And so what you're bringing it to is a choice and a decision to not, make, not bring that into question. Hey, you know, it was an accident. Everything we do has a choice behind it, and you want to teach your kids that. And if your emotions got ahead of your decision-making, then there's an opportunity to learn that. Mm-hmm. What happened in your emotions that caused you to make that decision that you knew were counter to what the values are in our home? Okay, so speak to the parent who, um, you know, we talked about patience earlier. Let's say the child isn't exercising patience. I have a high schooler who is solving problems, but solving them the wrong way. Just can't wait, so boom, acts uh, just out of emotion, doesn't think it through, and it seems like he's never going to get the message. How long do I let that go? Well, do I just increase the, the pressure on him, or where does life start to teach? Sometimes when it gets to that extreme, you do need to get to a counselor to help neutralize the initial effect of all that. Because if there's a child continually making poor decisions without any regard for it, there's something deeper potentially there that you need to talk through with somebody that is coming from an objective standpoint. Yeah. Because there are triggers all around there. They're just Emotions grenades, are raging, right? yeah. Yeah, so you want to... You want to help a child be successful at growing up, and that's really the goal. It's not about catching them, punishing them, trying to correct them, and that's in the moment that the reactiveness of a parent naturally goes there, but to gain the vision that, yeah, I've messed up as a parent. You step in with empathy and understanding, and then you make it clear, here's where you did not make a good decision, bringing it to decision and behavior, I believe that you're a great person. I love you. You are a sinner. And here's some things that, that uh, didn't go well. And here's why we're wanting for you to be successful at this. Here's why we have this boundary. Engage in the why, especially with teenagers. They want to know why that fence is there. What's the purpose for my future self yeah. that I need to know about? Enter those. And if you need to get help, Call a counselor. Uh, get in with a counselor. Call Focus on the Family if you don't have a counselor nearby. We have counselors here that will be happy to talk with you, at least initially, and then maybe point you to somebody in your area if it's a big issue. Um, they also can point you to resources. We have so many great resources here. 
Uh, Danny, you and the team have stacked the deck, if you will, <laughs> with so much great content on on the website. Uh, and of course, we do have Courtney DeFeo's book called In This House We Will Giggle. And uh, we're making that available for a gift of any amount to the ministry today. It's our thank you gift for joining the support team. Donate by visiting the episode notes or uh, get in touch and ask to speak with the counselor when you call 800-A-FAMILY. Well, next time we're going to hear from how life can teach your kids some great lessons and how to show grace even to the most difficult teenager. Uh, Dr. Ken Wilgus will be our guest. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, we're grateful that you listened today to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 